Yasu, kangaroo chasers. I've learned one word of Greek and I'm going to use it. <laughs> this is the World Cup Chasers podcast with me, Mike Mayo. We're presented to you by The Raw this time. And of course, I'm The Raw side. My kangaroo chasing side is Michael Capscabone. How are you? Good to be here again, Mike. We had some great feedback for your, your chat with Jammer, James Graham, on that England episode. A lot of people agreeing with you. A lot of people agreeing with me. It's 50-50. And uh, this time we're here to talk about Greece. So I'm pumped. Well, what? I don't know. Have you ever been to Greece? Greece is lovely. It's a lovely part of the world. It's a lovely new part of the rugby league world because, as we have an interview now coming up with Lachlan Ilias and Peter Monzelis, but Lachlan does mention that rugby league in Greece was banned, but it is not. Since we did the interview, the Greek government has had a change of mind, have they not? Well, if you're a kangaroo chaser, you know that's true. So I reckon Lockie doesn't listen to Chasing Kangaroos because he didn't realise. Or maybe it was maybe he recorded the interview a couple of days before. I recorded it before. Yeah. yeah ah, there you go. Or right, maybe before. he does. So, well, Lockie, uh, Lockie does listen. So, mate, shout out to Lockie. Hope you're listening, mate. And uh, keep chasing those kangaroos, baby. Keep chasing those bunnies all the way to the finals. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, well, we just what's. Mentioned it there, so thanks a lot to Sassini Rabbitohs, firstly, who set that up for us. Peter Mamazelos, Lachlan Ilias, the starting seven, the starting nine for the Greek international rugby league team. Yep. Here they go, Lachlan Ilias, Peter Mamazelos, and Somedia. Yasu. I'm told that's <laughs> Yasu Changer, Kangaroo Yasu. Chasers. Yasu. 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 <laughs> We're here with Lachlan Cornelius and Peter Mamazelos from the Greece team. Lads, how are you doing? Thanks for speaking to us. No, Thanks. thank you for having us. So, I mean, first up, this is Greece's first ever World Cup. You've played for Greece before, Peter. You've never played for Greece before, to my knowledge, Lockie. Are you excited? Yeah, I'm very excited. Um, you know, representing my Greek heritage. I haven't played for them before, and I probably haven't embraced my Greek, inherit- Greek heritage as much as I should, so... I'm really excited to put on that um, blue and white jersey and get out there. Yeah, and it's obviously you've all got stories basically going back to Greece. So what's yours, uh, Peter? Yeah, so both grandparents were were born over there and then they obviously came over here, had um, my mum my and my dad and they met each other. And Yeah, so on both sides, both my um, grandparents are Greek and so are my parents, so yeah. And lucky? Mine's just my dad's side. Um, both my grandparents on my dad's side were born in Greece and came over at a very young age, just on their own, on, on the boat. So, um, yeah, so they sort of started the Ilias in Australia. It's quite like a traditional thing. I think people, obviously people around the world are going to listen to this. They don't know the history of sort of Greeks in Sydney, but it's a real big deal, hey? Yeah, there is. There's a lot of us here. Um, yeah, we, we probably don't, probably don't realise, but there's a, quite a fair few here. Even in Melbourne, there's a lot. Um, it would be everywhere, to be honest. Northern Territory, I think there's a few, but, yeah, so, it's a few. I know there was a dinner out in Brighton, Los Angeles a couple of weeks ago, and I couldn't even get a ticket. I spoke to the <laughs> Terry Liberopolis. <laughs> I, I told my missus, like, oh, you've got to come out. There's going to be, uh, it's gonna be a good feed. Yeah. And then I think Billy Magulius got my ticket because he came back to Australia. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he came back, I think, a couple of days before Probably that. a couple of days. I'm but... surprised he didn't get a ticket, to be honest. Um, he'd do anything for a bit of coin. <laughs> No, it was a good night, bud. It was fun, you know, seeing um, a few of the sponsors there and, you know, the restaurant was packed out and it was, you know, how Greek people like to eat and drink and party. So um, it was it was a good vibe and, um, yeah, it was good, 
Of course, I think the more traditional thing that Greek people in Sydney do is soccer. Like, I feel like every A-League team's got about six Greeks on it. So how did you end up playing rugby league and not doing that? Uh, I started soccer. Uh, soccer was my first sport when I was about four or five. Um, probably only because mum probably didn't want me playing tackle until I was a bit older. But, yeah, mum represented Five Dog um, for soccer. And I reckon you were the same, mate. Yeah, I started in soccer as well. And then my dad was a massive South fan. He's, um, he grew up just a couple of streets away from here. So as a young kid, he always came and watched South play. And then that sort of rubbed off on me. And then once I got to a certain age, I just wanted to play footy. Didn't want to play soccer. I wasn't that interested in it. So yeah, that's how I got into it. And neither of you are going to make the basketball team either, I think, height-wise. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, nah, not him. I'm six foot something. <laughs> He's fine. We were just having this um, conversation as we were coming up here. Yeah. We're about the same height. He reckons he's 6'1", and he reckons he's, he's five foot eight, and he reckons he's... Depends what shoes I'm wearing on the day. <laughs> and you, um, Lockie, obviously it was pretty big news that your grandfather passed away a couple of weeks ago and you celebrated the trial against the Bulldogs with sort yeah. of looking up to the sky. Like, How important is people like that who you have that direct link back to Greece in terms of you representing the national team now? Yeah, I think that's what's you know driving me to play for Greece um, you know I never got to put on that jersey and you know I'm I'm purely going to this World Cup you know to, to represent him and represent my family so um, now I'm, I'm pushing I'm really pushing to play even if you now my body's not in the right condition I really want to play for Greece and um, do it for do it for him and do it for my family so um, yeah this it's really big for me and Pia you've got sort of almost I look this up right there's not many players you can say this but you can is that most of the players, obviously, would qualify for the World Cup. They just get to the World Cup and then they say, oh, I'm going to go and play for Samoa or whoever. But you've played all the qualifiers as well. You've yeah. gone all the way to England before. you played <laughs> Scotland, Serbia. Yeah. What was that like playing with the... Um, obviously, your your um, experiences going over with the team when it's, you know, you who plays at the NRL with guys who were yeah. basically amateurs? Yeah, well, at the time, I was pretty young. Um, qualifiers, I was about 17, 18 years old. So it was pretty cool to verse uh, men. Um, especially representing my country for the first couple of times, that was that was special. And obviously the trip over there, it's a, it's a good trip, getting around all the boys, learning about your heritage. Um, so yeah, I really enjoyed it. That's why I can't wait for it to, to come back up and in the World Cup this year. So I'm really looking forward to it. It's going to be an interesting dynamic because then if you were 17 previously, obviously you're like the young boy on the team. But now, obviously you've played in the NRL, you're playing in the NRL every week, Lucky. You're going to kind of be the, the leaders on that team, especially playing at nine and a half back. Yeah, it's weird. It's it's a funny feeling, like, they expect you to be a leader, but, you know, you're just sort of, well, I'm just coming into the squad, so I don't really know any of the boys. And um, it's it's going to be a weird feeling, but, you know, we're just going to have fun and enjoy ourselves. And, you know, I reckon we'll play our best footy of enjoying ourselves. You know, we obviously don't, we won't have the best team, um, but we'll we enjoy ourselves and we'll try new stuff and I reckon that's how we can win some games. Yeah, and what's the, what's the situation at the moment in terms of, you know, do you have a WhatsApp group? Have you done meetups on this side? That kind of thing. Because obviously half your team's here and half your team's still in Europe and in Greece and playing in the Super yeah. League. Yeah, so, um, yeah, we do have a WhatsApp group. Um, we message here and there seeing how we all are, checking up on each other. But um, the only meetup we've had was at that dinner a couple of weeks ago. Um, and I only had a couple of the boys, so... I think we're going to head to Greece before before we head to England just to catch up with everyone, do a little camp over there, get to know each other and then, yeah, travel as a team to, to London. And 
Obviously, I think I think you'll be the only team who plays in the tournament who's going to have guys at basically every level of footy. You're going to have obviously players from the NRL, yeah. players yeah. from second grade, third grade here, and then players from Super League, first grade, second grade in England, yeah. and then guys from the Greek domestic competition as well. Yeah. I wonder, what do you see your role? Obviously, you want to go there and win games, but yeah. in terms of you know, raising the level of rugby league in Greece, and obviously there's a league back in, back in Greece yeah. as well, in terms of being representatives that can inspire people on the other side of the world back in the original country. Yeah, it's you know obviously great uh, rugby league isn't big in Greece at all. I don't think they're allowed to play there actually, but I think it's a good sort of stepping stone to um, get some recognition and hopefully they can play some rugby league in Greece because I think it's it's banned I think in Greece. So um, you know we're just going to do the best we can and um, hopefully we can change that uh, that rule in Greece and they can start a comp because I'm, I'm, there's plenty of Greek people out there that want to play rugby league and. There's a lot of athletic Greeks and, um, yeah, it would be good to see some competitions run in Greece. And Peter, you have played with Stefanos Bastos. He's a born and bred Greek guy. He's, uh, he says some athletic boys, he's a big boy, hey? He's a big boy, very big boy. He's, um, and every time I play with him, he just improves. He's like a sponge. He just always wants to learn, so he's very keen. Um, yeah, I can't wait to play with him, actually. I haven't seen him in a long time, so it'll be good to catch up with him and and play with him again. I'm going to use that as his nickname now, Stefanos the Sponge. The sponge, the sponge, <laughs> yeah, the big lad. And I'm interested as well, where you, you know, you've got a pretty tough group. We just had Tom Bird just come by and give you some stick about it. Yeah. You've got a trip, trip to Sheffield to play England. You're going to yeah. play Samoa as well, so there'll be a couple of your lads playing for Samoa, I should think. Yeah. yeah. What, are you, um, what are the realistic expectations for Greece? Like, what do you think you can achieve? I think the realistic expectation is we focus on... France, the first game. <laughs> Focus on France, and we try to win that game. Um, you know, see what happens against Samoa. Obviously, the second game is always a tough game because everyone's trying to win it. And then England put on their second side, and then we ups end of the century, Greece in the semi-finals. As long as uh, as long as Tom plays and we win, that's all we want. <laughs> but that's true. I mean. It's one of the interesting things is going to be, I think France are the only team who are going to play in the World Cup who don't have a single NRL player. So would you oh, really? would you know any of their players at all? I thought... There'd be a couple of Super League. The, oh, look, two teams yeah. worth of Super League yeah, players, yeah. but no NRL players. I'm not sure. No, I wouldn't know any. I don't really follow the Super League. So I wouldn't know. I thought Ruben Garrick might play. He wears the French mouth guard. I thought he could be French. I think he's from Jerringong. That's the cause oh, of Jerringong. <laughs> 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 Ruban Garik, so they call it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, we'll scratch that. <laughs> what we're going to do is maybe if they're allowed Jaren Gung, they probably have a better team. <laughs> Ashton Sims, <laughs> Mick Cronin. <laughs> yeah, scratch that then. I don't know any. <laughs> Mate, that's going to be good then. That's One of the best things about the World Cup is that you get, like, no one has any idea how good Greece are going to be against France. So, you know, everyone who goes to that game, I think it's in Doncaster, is going to be like, what on earth is going to happen? So Yeah, I think anything could happen that game. And hopefully it's a good crowd. Yeah. First game of the tournament, um, you know, for us and them. So hopefully it's good and people turn up and run the show. I reckon based on you two, the way that you two play and the way I watch a lot of French rugby league, it's going to be about 40 all. I think there's going to be a lot more points. <laughs> Tackling might not be the highest priority yeah, because that way. Yeah. But, um, lads, thanks so much for speaking to us. And, um, yeah, if I still, I know how to say that in Greek. I've been in Greece. <laughs> That's what you do when someone gives you a beer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, all the best of luck for that. And, uh, oppa. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thanks a lot. <laughs>
Man, um, how funny are those boys? Like, um, and and just very passionate about their Greek heritage, which is great to see. Um, Ilias even sounded a little bit confident in their game against France. Like, I think he thinks they can win, which is really r- refreshing. And, um, you know, could they pull an upset? Well, he, he did think that, but he did also think that Ruben Garrick was French. So I don't Ruben, know how much of a judge. Ruben, Ruben Garrick. Garrick. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure how much of a judge a French rugby league is. I, I know way. people. I know people um, have bagged out like eligibility eligibility rules in the past. Not us, that's for sure. But if he's eligible through his mouth guard, then uh, that's that's something else. That's that's that's. <laughs> I'll leave rugby league. Would that be possible? <laughs> hey, and I think as, as as I mentioned to him, um, look, who would win in a game of rugby league between France and Jeringon? I don't know. Probably France. But Jeringon would have a good team if he took them all at their prime. Mick Cronin probably in his seventies now. Is he still alive? I don't actually know. Hey, the, all the Sims, been... all the Sims family could line up for Jeringon as well. I'm sure. So you know, there's a, there's yeah, a good yeah, yeah. forward pack there. But I'll tell you what, I've been to France many times. I've watched rugby league many times in France, and it's great. Been to Jeringon once, and they wouldn't let my dog in the bolo. So allez le bleu, go France. I think that means. <laughs> Don't let you talk in a bowler. What sort of country bowler are you? <laughs> I was raging. I had to go to McDonald's in Dapto to get some lunch instead. Anyway, any less of my summer holidays <laughs> and more of the Greece Rugby League team because we, I think Greece is one of the most interesting teams. Like one of the things that we love about the Rugby League World Cup, we get lots of teams who we do not see very often. Yep. And I think Greece are like the best example of this because them and Brazil, you know, gone through the qualifying process, gone through you know, domestic game all the way up to the NRL and back down again. So I think, as I mentioned uh, in the interview, Greece is going to have players from seven different levels of rugby league in grades one, two, three in England, one, two, three in Australia, plus the Greek domestic competition. Maybe they'll get some doubt the French comp, I don't know. They're going to be the most globally uh, and different tiered team going. Um, Anything is possible. Anything is possible. And, you know, you've got, you know, the, the boys you've interviewed, like they've got the connection through their club. Um, so having, and, and having them in such key positions, so Mamatsoulis at nine, Ilias at seven, two key positions, steering the guys around. I know they're young. Um, Mamatsoulis, as you mentioned, he's had experience playing with most of the domestic boys in that, in that, um, in the lead up to what, like in the World Cup qualifiers. So he knows, you know, Stefanos, the sponge busters, he knows one of my favourite Greek domestic players, Theodorus Neonakis. They've they've played together before, and he's going to be a couple of years older. He's got some NRL experience. Who have Ilias there with him? Um, let's not underestimate this Greek side. Um, will they will they get an upset? There's a chance. You know, maybe maybe Ilias is right. Maybe they can beat France. I don't like their chances against the Samoas and the Englands of the world. Um, and to be quite frank, I'm pretty confident they'll finish fourth in their group. But they can put on a good show, and I and I think I think they're going to show the world that hey, they play rugby league in Greece. We're going to see at least eight domestic players in their squad. Um, two of them I've mentioned there, and I think yeah, like you say, this is a this is a new frontier for rugby league. Um, and over here in Australia, at least, there's a lot of Greeks, a lot of Greek Aussies that love their footy, and they're going to be they're going to be cheering their boys on, win, lose or draw. Yeah, and I think this it's a good opportunity. Obviously, there's only so much we can say about the players because look, it, there's not that many of us who can watch the Greek domestic competition, let alone compare it to yeah. other competitions. 
If we go through who they do have, like Sam Luzu, who plays for the Heels, and he's a World Cup team. I've seen him play a few times. He's a good little player. And um, Johnny Mitsias, who plays for the Magpies. He's a pretty good player as well from what I've seen. I know there's a guy, um, Nick Mugios, who's playing at Souths in the junior ranks. Yep. So I saw him play two weeks ago. Uh, who did they play against? The Sharks, I think. I've seen yeah. him play before. Um, Harris Georgopoulos at the Dragons as well. So there are players who are in the systems coming through. And then you're going to get, you know, obviously Stefanos Bastos, people like that who have played a lot in junior, uh, well, junior footy. I'm getting into my Australian mindset. <laughs> I used to talk to Australians, are they? Who played lower league footy in the UK. Someone like Jordan Meads, I think he's going to play. He's, you know, he's playing. He's playing rugby union at the moment. But he'll come in and play six for them. Billy, the Billy Magulius. Let's not forget Billy. Newtown legend Billy yeah. Magulius. He'll be playing. Um, Billy Sakrikas, who's a school teacher in Pakistan, but he so he's injured. For, he played one game of NRL, I think, Canterbury Bulldogs this year. But his brother is going to play. So there'll be who's you know who's in the system. I think of the dogs. Um, so there'll be a lot of guys like that. They're not going to be mugs. They're going to have a lot of effort. They're going to have a lot of heart. And I think, look, we can talk about who's going to actually turn out for the team, but it is very much a mixed bag. What we can talk about instead is like what, what this actually means in terms of having these domestic players play alongside NRL players, alongside people who they must think, you know, they'll look at them on TV and go, I can't believe I'm playing next to this dude who plays with the trail Mitchell every week. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. And like I mentioned at the top there, there's going to be at least eight domestic players. And when we say domestic it doesn't necessarily mean from their domestic competition. It means they came through their domestic competition. So a guy like Bastas, he's been playing in the UK system. He's played some French league. So he spent a few years away um, from from um, from his side, uh, from the Greek competition. I think he played for um, Rhodes Knights. So he came from the Rhodes Knights system, but he's been playing across Europe for a little while. He's got some great experience and he's probably the most experienced Greek domestic player. Neonakis as well so he is a little bit different so he comes from the RS Eagle system uh, but he's playing his first rugby league in the UK this season he's been hesitant to go to move across for the last few years for some maybe some obvious reasons as well um, but he's now getting some some experience in other systems and there's a few players like that who started in Greece they, they're doing their apprenticeships elsewhere and now they're going to get a chance to play with and against some of the world's best which is exciting. Yeah, and I think I think the thing to remember with Greece as well is is like I always think of the guy a guy I played with at Amsterdam Cobras, right? He was a Lebanese dude, born and raised in Lebanon, playing in the Netherlands, and he turned up every single week in his South jersey because at the time Robbie Farah had been playing mm-hmm. for them. He just yeah. loved Robbie Farah. And so you think of when Lebanon played the last World Cup and they got guys in the domestic comp, and it didn't matter if they got on the field because it showed that you could go from the domestic comp in Lebanon all the way to playing with Robbie Farah. And so, like, these guys, it, the message that sends to the rest of rugby league in Greece, where there is a domestic competition, has been for a couple of years, we've gone through so much just to be to play the sport at all, to say, look, we're on the world stage. You know, it's the classic example of, it doesn't matter if all the guys, all the best players are from Sydney, because people in Greece will look at this and go, there's a straight through line there, and there's going to be eight dudes who came out of the same system playing on soccer pitches in the middle of winter, you know, to playing in the World Cup. And I think you might be onto something there, mate. So there's been a few, you know, there's there's six to eight clubs in Greece at the moment. I've lost count since COVID and they're only getting back to training. But there's been a few new ones pop up. The Parama T- uh, Tigers, for example, are one of the newer clubs. But I think um, they need to jump on that South Sydney Rabbitohs bandwagon. The next Greek club, George Stylianos, if you're listening, 
the next Greek rugby league club needs to be called the called the Rabbitohs um, to get around that Elias Mamatsoulis hype. Yeah, 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 it should be in Rhodes, Rhodes Rabbitohs. The Rhodes oh, Rabbitohs, you love the alliteration, that's great. Yeah, yeah, that's how it works. That's how we get a job as a copywriter. Um, but I think what we mentioned there in terms of having Elias and Mamazelos who play a six and a nine, you're also going to have Nathan Peeps, I think, is going to play. He's been at Toulouse this year. Oh, nice. Greek heritage. And yeah. Jordan Meads, who's a halfback. So they could have the players steering the ship could be among their best players. And one of the things, you know, as we mentioned with Samoa and as we will mention in the future with Tonga, what they lack is those steering wheels sometimes. They've got everybody else except for, yeah. you know, key position players. Lebanon are going to have it. They're going to have Moses and Dewey, key position players. And Greece are going to have key position players. It, it, it's not that it doesn't matter if you're prop forwards from the yeah. domestic competition, because obviously there is a, there's a huge disparity in talent against the team, you know, England or Samoa or France. But if you could pick which players to have from the NRL in your team, you'd probably pick seven and nine in terms of getting you about the park. Yeah. So I think that's going to be such a big help for them. And look, even even the guys who are coming in from from the lower grades in Australia, like Mitzias is on the wing, Luzi is going to be a cent, going to play in the centres, I think. So there are also players where, you know, like having a younger player there isn't going to be as big an issue as, you know, you don't want to pick an... It's different picking an 18-year-old winger to pick, picking an 18-year-old front rower. I'd yeah. rather have the older, the older big sponge Stephanos well, in my front row. Well, mate, Le- Lebanon were very similar last World Cup. They had their Mitch Moseses, they had, they had their main players. But there was a lot of lower grades players there. Um, they had a couple of domestic guys as well. Not as many as Greece are going to have, that's for sure. But it was a real mixture of a side, and they made it to the finals, and they surprised everyone. You know, if it wasn't for Tonga, they probably would have been the surprise story of 2017. Um, so, look, do Greece have that potential? Possibly. Could they cause an upset? You, you're getting me excited, mate. I started off this convo by saying they're going to be fourth in their group. Now I'm really hoping for an upset, Mike. Well, you know, I'll give you, I think we can finish on an inside piece of gossip from that interview. So as we were doing it, we were sat in the little stand at Redfern Oval and uh, Tom Burgess walked past in his England towel, looking a little bit like <laughs> Balbinus from wrestling. <laughs> Real. I'm sure you'll enjoy that. It sounds like it could be a Greek name, Balbinus. I'm sure it isn't. <laughs> Sorry, Mary. <laughs> um, but they, you know, they were having a bit of back and forth about it and, uh, and the, the upset has been called. Greece to upset England. Is that what they said? Yeah, they've they've called it. I don't know if it made it to the tape. Probably didn't. But uh, it's been called. And um, yeah, you heard it here first. You heard it here first. Ilias and Mamatsoulis to upset England. They've called out Tom Burgess. (laughs) So I reckon if they stood on each other's shoulders, they might be able to knock him over. (laughs) Mate, look, who knows? Stranger things have happened. And uh, mate, so pumped to have, have another episode out with you. So we've had England, we've had Greece, really looking forward to see who we've lined up next for the World Cup Chasers brought to you by theraw.com.au. Mike, thanks again for all your hard work getting these interviews, mate. You're getting the big guns into the Chasing Kangaroo studio, which is incredible. And, uh, mate, can't wait to see who you've got for us next. I'm assuming it's going to be Samoa or France next up, and I'm pumped. Yeah, it's, we're going to do our best to make it some more of France, and then we'll be back in uh, a couple of weeks to talk about La France, La France, La France. Oh, he's going to speak French, rubbish. <laughs> and I'm definitely not going to attempt it in Samoa. <laughs>
Um, but yes, we'll be back soon. Um, you can go to the Raw Sports and you can read previews of every single team. We've been releasing them over the last couple of weeks, written mostly by myself because I love this kind of thing, as you can tell. So yeah, go to the Raw Sports, look it up, everything you those predicted teams, certainties, probabilities, possibilities, and a little bit of fun. We'll be releasing loads of interviews, loads of everything, all the way to November, the whenever the final is. Beautiful, man. And we'll drop that, your predicted Greek side article in the show notes. Thanks again to Raw Sports for make, getting the big guns and making it possible for us. And Mike, uh, mate, thanks for chasing the kangaroos all, all the way to the World Cup with me. If I were you still, I know two words of proof. <laughs>